It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Just a few days ago, Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo said that the Bengals were going to be looking at bringing somebody in to back up a defensive tackle. He said that, and he pointed this out aptly, that he's not the only guy in the league worried about it as across the NFL, we've seen defensive ends opting out. The Bengals reportedly are bringing Mike Daniels, the former Green Bay standout who played most recently in Detroit, into Cincinnati for a physical. Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter both reported that if he passes that physical, the Bengals are expected to complete signing Mike Daniels to be a backup to Geno Atkins and the rest of that Bengals defensive interior. Josina Anderson reporting that the physical is actually scheduled for Monday, so we might not get anything officially until then. But let's take a look at Mike Daniels as a player in this Locked On Bengals bonus quick hitter. From a tape perspective, Mike Daniels is a powerful, interior, disruptive type player who can eat up double teams in the run game or penetrate and make plays in the backfield. That all sounds really great, right? Never a high sack guy, but consistently pushes a pocket, can bully guards. He's a powerful player, often winning with a bull rush. When he's healthy, he's also pretty quick on the inside, but that if he's healthy, is an issue in the last two years when he's battled injuries both in Green Bay and in Detroit. It's hard to imagine that he's still going to be the kind of player that he was when he was with Green Bay, when he was a Pro Bowl player, when he was one of the only good players really anchoring that defense in Green Bay. But he's been working really hard this offseason, according to Peter Bukowski of Locked On Packers, working to get back into really good shape after dealing with those injuries the last few years. Peter also noted that he's a long-time vocal leader in that Green Bay locker room and can bring some of that veteran presence to the Bengals' defense that has brought in a lot of outstanding leaders and captaincy type of roles for veterans this offseason. Mike Daniels is a flashier signing than I expected the Bengals to make, bringing in a backup player at the position. I thought they would look for somebody a little bit less well-known And I imagine that Mike Daniels, injury aside, would be in high demand across the league considering the amount of defensive tackle opt-outs. Now, what will Mike Daniels do for the Bengals? I wouldn't call him a true nose tackle. He is more of a three-tech, a five-tech, but he can play a little bit of nose if he has to in a pinch. So he can back up really every interior position, but I see him more as a backup to Geno Atkins than as a backup to DJ Reader, I think that he will get a lot of play at 3-tech. I think he'll get some play at 5-tech, which are the more outside defensive tackle positions, not the position that the Bengals brought in DJ Reader to play. He can also be used potentially against some spread formations, and this is where he's a very versatile piece. You can keep Geno and Mike Daniels on the field together, 
And if a team is going spread out against them, they can both defend the run and pass well enough that you don't really lose anything. So this gives them some positional versatility. It gives them a very good rotational piece. And he's a guy that still flashes the ability to play at a really high level. The big question for him at 31 years old, turning 32 next May, so he just turned 31, is can he stay healthy this year? And that is what will determine his efficacy for the Bengals. For the Lions, he couldn't quite do it. He was battling injuries throughout the season. And it's not just one thing. It just seems like the NFL, being a a longtime veteran, he's been in the league now going into his ninth season, is beating up on him. We'll be very curious to see the price tag on the deal as well for the Bengals because it certainly looks like they're allocating a lot of money to this defense this year. And we know that the cap might get a little bit tighter next year. And depending on the size of the deal, it may have implications for the Bengals trying to extend Joe Mixon, or it might tell us a little bit about where they are in those contract talks. According to Josina Anderson's report, we shouldn't expect to hear anything about this deal going final until sometime later in the day on Monday when he will have time to pass that physical. He probably will need to go through some rounds of COVID testing as well. But if it goes through... I would grade this as an A signing for the Bengals who needed some depth backing up their frontline defensive interior. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.